Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm really grateful that you've been able to join me for today's session. Today I'm going to be talking all about how to have more confidence and I want to chat to you about this because it's probably one of the number one things that people say to me that they're looking for when they come to work with me and I think it's something which we all know um, and all you know recognize is something which can help us in our lives to feel more confident and to feel as though we have more trust and faith in ourselves and so it's something that we all value and something that we're all looking for um, but really what does it mean to have more confidence and I really want to I guess explore a different perspective on this which that is that confidence isn't something that we learn or isn't necessarily something that we develop through practice or through it's not something that we've been taught to do it's something that we actually have access to inherently as part of being human as part of our human spirit and our human um, you know connection to the universe is we actually have this inherent confidence within us and that one of the challenges that we face when it comes to confidence is that disconnection from it. So it's there all the time, but sometimes we lose our connection to that confidence and we start to believe that we're not confident, even though we have access to it within us all the time. And I wanna use an example of this. So just imagine you're experiencing something challenging or difficult or something which is really bringing up some emotion for, for you. And you share it with someone close to you, someone, a loved one or someone that you trust, and they start telling you what you should be doing in the situation. Um, they start telling you how they think you should handle it or the kinds of strategies that you could use to manage it better or to move through whatever it is that's coming up for you. How do you respond in that situation? Usually what happens when someone tells us what we should be doing or how we could be approaching something as an alternative to what we're doing is we start to resist it. We start to put up barriers. We start to tell ourselves, hang on, this doesn't feel right. We start to reject it and um, kind of defend ourselves or say, you know, let the other person know that what they're suggesting or, you know, the ways in which they're trying to help us are not necessarily going to work for us. <clears throat> or we bite our tongue and we don't say it. We kind of nod our head in agreement with the other person, but all the while inside ourselves, we're saying, no, that doesn't feel like a good fit for me. 
And the reason for this is because we know inside ourselves what is best for us. We have an inherent kind of um, guidance system which helps us to know what we need to do and when. And sometimes when we feel disconnected from it, we start to have those low feelings or we feel concerned or worried or you know fearful about the future or doubting ourselves. And those, you know, we express those feelings to someone else, but as soon as they start telling us that they know best or that they think that they have the answers that we need, we put up walls, we put up bar barriers because this, when someone else tells you what to do, it disconnects you from your own inner connection, from your own inner guidance system. It, it dis, you know, it disempowers us um, because what the other person in, is inadvertently saying is that they know best for us instead of us knowing best for us. And you know, this is one of the values of coaching in many ways is helping us to kind of reconnect with our own inner guidance system, our own answers to our own challenges, rather than feeling as though we're not doing something right or we're follow, you know, going down the wrong path. It actually helps us to see what we have available to us already. And so this is one of the reasons why this is such an important topic. Confidence is such an important topic because we all want to be able to access it more readily and more often. Um, and the, the processes that we often use to connect with that confidence can sometimes actually take us off track. They can lead us to feeling less confident. They can lead us to feeling more doubting um, within ourselves and with our, within our own inner resources. And the reason that these approaches sometimes take us down the wrong path is because what we do and what we've been taught by society is actually to look outside ourselves for the answers. You know, the number one thing that we all do um, when faced with a problem or a challenge or something which comes up is, you know, what do we do? We Google it or we go and we ask someone or we, you know, look for some kind of resource outside of ourselves that will give us the solution to our problem. And we do this not because this is, you know, um, the best path forward. We do it because we've been taught to do this. We've, we do it because we're taught to reach outside ourselves for the answers. But we never find that kind of approach satisfying. We don't find it satisfying because it doesn't build our sense of self-efficacy. We, we find what we're looking for, which is advice. We find people that will happily give us advice and guidance on what we should be doing or how we should be approaching things. But this doesn't build our confidence. It doesn't give you necessarily the skills or the ideas or the insights and wisdom that you need to be able to feel confident as you move forward. Often what it does is it leads you to feeling less confident because you feel like you're not doing the right thing or you think that by someone else's standards that you're not necessarily moving forward in the acceptable way or the accepted way. And so this tendency that we have to look outside ourselves for the answers is actually a learned tendency. We learn it from our parents as we grow up. We learn it from our school, like from the way that we're taught, from society and the way that we approach things is always looking outside ourselves to be judged on how we're going, on how things are actually working for us and whether or not we need to tweak and change things as judged by someone else's standards. And all of this does is serve to disconnect us from that inner wisdom and confidence within us. 
And so what I'm really like suggesting to you is, is that you already have this confidence within you and that part of this process of feeling more confident is really about reconnecting with that inner wisdom within you and us reaching out less for reassurance and guidance outside ourselves and actually tapping into our own inner knowledge and wisdom. So this is a powerful a really powerful tool for you to have in your back pocket to always be thinking about is, am I turning outside myself here for guidance from outside, from others, from the external world? Or am I actually relying on myself here? Am I actually turning within and connecting with that wisdom and confidence within me to help me to know what the next step is or to help guide me in what the next step is? Now, that is not to say that you don't, you know, take guidance and wisdom from outside yourself. It's not about that. It's about starting within. It's about tuning within within you to kind of figure out what it is that you're looking for and what you're needing and then going outside. Because what happens when we turn outside without first turning within is we find ourselves bombarded. We talk to every person and his dog about what we should be doing. We get 10 different versions of how we should be approaching things or how we could be approaching things and we end up more confused. We end up more uncertain. We end up more doubting of ourselves. And so turning within first helps us to kind of really refine what it is that's you know troubling us, what we're looking for, how we want things to be, and then enables us to be more discerning about the kinds of information that we take in from the outside world. So these are ideas, I guess, to help you to kind of really tune within yourself and really connect with that wise place within yourself first before you actually go outside looking for the answers. Um, one of the things that can happen, which can be really useful, is to think about <clears throat> the internal um, lessons and beliefs that we hold that we've learned over the years that actually prevent us from connecting with this part of ourselves. So one of the beliefs that we hold that prevents us from connecting with our inner wisdom is a belief that we're, we're the problem, that there's something we're doing that's wrong, that we're messing something up or that there's something missing from what we're doing that's preventing us achieving the result or the outcome or the desire that we're looking for in the outside world. And so this belief about our inner world being responsible for our outer world or our inner um, flaws or faults or problems or you know failings being responsible for what we're seeing is we start to um, doubt that inner wisdom within us. So we've got this belief that kind of covers up that confidence. So instead of us hearing that confidence voice, we hear that voice within us that says, you're messing this up. This isn't quite working. You're doing something wrong here. You need someone else to help you. You need someone else to guide you because you're not doing it right or you're not you know, solving this problem on your own. Um, there's clearly something wrong here. And so what happens is this belief that we hold disconnects us from that belief and trust in ourselves. So instead of asking for ourselves for that inner guidance or believing that we can solve the problem or we can find a solution or we can be innovative and creative within ourselves is we start to discount that belief and that faith and trust in ourselves and we start to grab for the beliefs which support the idea that we're the ones that are failing or we're you know unable to solve our own problems 
And so it's really useful for us to come back to, well, what am I believing here, which is preventing me connecting with that inner confidence? Um, the other one, besides believing that we're failing or we're doing something wrong or we're not um, good enough, um, is this external belief of the world is failing me, of you know the world is you know um, where the problem lies. And what we then do when we believe or we externalize our problems or our challenges, we push them outside ourselves and we say, this is nothing to do with me. And then we kind of push away. We try to push away those really uncomfortable feelings that we're having. We start to believe that we can't deal with the problems and challenges which are coming up in our lives. We don't want to deal with them. We want to bury our head in the sand. We, you know, ultimately this message that we're sending to ourselves when we do this, when we push our problems away, or we, you know, push those challenges away and try to bury our head in the sand is we're telling ourselves we don't have the resources to cope with what's happening and so it's better to not deal with it. It's better to kind of turn away from it and pretend things are okay or to just distract ourselves with something else. And so inherently the message again is that I don't have the resources within me to deal with this. I don't have the resources within me to cope. I don't have the resilience to, you know, we're, we're not necessarily consciously telling ourselves this, but when we bury our head in the sand and we start pushing things away, we're doing it because we're telling ourselves we can't cope with whatever comes you know whatever happens whatever flows into our lives and so really confidence is not about um, feeling good all the time and having things always work out confidence is really about knowing that you can manage whatever happens knowing that you have the inner resources and resilience to be able to ride the, ride the ups and downs to ride the roller coaster of life to be able to weather the storms which come in to be able to know that you can find your way through anything which comes your way and so this is this inherent confidence that you have is actually about reconnecting with you're here, you're, you've weathered all kinds of ups and downs before. You've got through all kinds of challenges in your life before and you've come out the other side, you know, you know, okay and often all the better for it, having grown as a person, having learned and gained some value and wisdom and knowledge from the experience. And so it's really this process of confidence is about reconnecting with that resilience and ability within you to kind of weather the storms, whatever they may be, um, because you have the inherent abilities to be able to manage the emotions that go with that. And so this process, and I'm going to share a little bit more about some ideas about how you can do this, um, is really about reconnecting with that inner resilience, that confidence, that trust within you, always coming back to that, always supporting and strengthening that part of yourself through clearing away the stuff which is preventing you accessing it. This confidence is there within you. It absolutely is there within you, but it just sometimes feels like it's not. And it's purely because these beliefs that we hold about where the problem lies and who's responsible and all that sort of stuff cuts us off from being able to access that inner wisdom and confidence within us. So I want to give you an example of this, which can be really helpful. And it is that, you know, we live at the moment out on three acres of land and we have a bunch of magpies which live out the front. And I'm sure you can kind of resonate with this because wherever you live in the world there, you know, we come across nature in all of its magic and beauty and wonder. And one of the things that this little family of magpies, you know, remind me of every single day is that they don't overthink things. They don't overcomplicate things. They just go about their daily business. They go about, you know, 
every morning at the same time. They come out and they look for their worms and they wander around together as a family. They stop and they have a drink from the, from the you know, bird bath and they do their daily activities. They don't spend their time worrying about what's going to happen or whether there's going to be enough worms for them today or tomorrow. They don't worry about whether they're going to, you know, cross the road at the wrong time and get hit by a car. You know, they don't think about the kinds of things that we think about. They don't worry about the kinds of events that we worry about or they don't think about the future. They live in the here and now. They live very present in the here and now. They live from their instincts. They trust their instincts. They do what they know how to do. And they <clears throat> they kind of operate in the here and now as if everything they need and want and could desire in their lives is available to them. When they come across a problem or a challenge, do they start overanalyzing it and stressing about it and worrying about it? No, they deal with it. Is it pleasant? Do they always come out on top? No, of course they don't. Um, but they deal with it instinctual, instinctually and instinctively at the time that it, it happens and they move through it. They, you know, experience whatever it is and they get up again and they dust themselves off and they go about their lives. They don't spend time thinking, well, there's a right, right, right way to do this or a wrong way to do this, to approach this problem or challenge. They just do what they know to do in that moment. They do their best and they learn from the experience in a way that probably will help them if they encounter it again. They're not necessarily like thinking about it for days after afterwards. They might, you know, have an emotional reaction in that situation because they remember the event that happened, but they're not going to be thinking about it all day, every day and worrying about it and stressing about it and trying to kind of build their confidence. Their confidence comes from their inner intuition and their inner learning that they've done over the years of their life thus far. They trust themselves. They lean into the moment and they do what needs to be done and they get on with it. And so I really think there is a lot of value to be gained from looking at nature and the way that nature operates. We spend a lot of time as humans in our heads. We spend a lot of time worrying about things. We spend a lot of time blaming ourselves for what did or didn't happen or what we did or didn't say or how we should have said things or done things. Um, we spend a lot of time holding ourselves back thinking that we need to get things right you know, the, the world of nature doesn't necessarily worry about those things. It, it acts and, you know, learns and then does, you know, better next time and spends a lot less time kind of um, in, in their heads and overanalyzing things than what we as humans do. And so it's this tendency that we have to do this, to overanalyze and overthink things that really disconnects us from the instinctual part of ourselves, from that inner wisdom and confidence that we have just by virtue of being human, by being you know part of nature, being connected to that universal wisdom. And so part of this process is about choosing to and deciding to rely more on that inner innate intuition that we have and relying less on our intellectual kind of thought capacity to kind of overthink things and problem solve and spend our time over analyzing. Now, obviously thinking and problem solving is a value to us, but it's the, the getting stuck there that is where the problem lies. When we start to get stuck there, we become completely disconnected from what our heart is telling us, from what our gut is telling us, from what our instincts are, you know, instincts are telling us. 
And so this process is really about letting go of some of that stuff, letting go of some of the clouds of that come into our mind or the beliefs and the the thoughts and the expectations that we have of ourselves and starting to lean into what am I called to do here? What is my instinctual reaction in this situation? What feels like the right path for me? Without thinking about necessarily about how things have to turn out, what feels like the best solution in this problem? What am I really being drawn towards right here? And so this is something that's really useful to be thinking about is how do we kind of ground ground ourselves in our intuition and our inner wisdom and move ourselves a little bit less out of or more out of our heads and into that intuition that we have available to us. Um, I just want to check my notes here in terms of this um, just to see if there's anything I wanted, wanted to say, why do we have problems with confidence? It's because we are taught by others that there is a right way to do things. And we all believe this, like we, we tend to have this black and white thinking where we think that there's a right way to do things. And we think that we can stuff things up. We think we can make a mess of it. We think we can really make big mistakes. Now, Inevitably, there are things that we can do that are better than others, um, but there is no such thing as this is the right way to do things. There, there are degrees of you know, better and worse ways of doing things, but there's no one right way of doing things. Your neighbor can do things in the you know totally different way than you and it's still right that their version of right is still right you know just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong and so part of this process is about really trusting ourselves to give things a try to be willing to make mistakes to be willing to you know trust and have faith in ourselves that we can make mistakes and we'll still be okay we'll still get through life, we'll learn from it, we'll gain some value from the mistakes we've made, we'll learn how to approach things in a different way next time. But really just trusting where you're at right now that you're doing the best based on the knowledge and wisdom you have available to you right now. And next time you'll do the best based on the knowledge and wisdom you have available to you right then. And so we don't need to spend as much time kind of trying to get everything right, trying to make create a life that is mistake free really the beauty and wonder of life is in trying in giving things a go in learning experiencing life in finding what works what doesn't work in you know experiencing the full range of emotions that go with the roller coaster of life and being willing to kind of lean into these being willing to trust ourselves to manage whatever feelings come up to know that we have the inner resources and resilience to kind of ride the waves not just of the experiences we have but of the emotions which are triggered for us as well So I think this really, you know, captures in a nutshell the reason why I want to talk about this and why it is such an important um, topic for us about having more confidence is really not about building that confidence or um, learning to have confidence. It's really about tapping into the confidence we already have. Now, I've got four points here on how you can do this, how you can really build this sense of Um, connection to your own confidence that already exists within you and the first one is practicing connecting with your inner wisdom 
really regularly, like daily if you can, spending time every single day, connecting with that inner wisdom within you, finding the tools and techniques which help you to do this. And, you know, I touched on some of these last week in our video, and I often talk about these in our videos, the kinds of things that help you connect with your inner wisdom and confidence. You know, I give examples like journal writing, meditation, prayer, um, going for walks, like all kinds of different activities. Physical activity can be one that helps people connect with their inner wisdom and confidence. Often when you've been for a run or a walk or something outdoors, when you finish, you feel lighter. You feel like some of the heaviness of life has lifted off you and you start to be able to access that inner wisdom much more readily. And, you know, things like listening to music, um, doing things that bring you joy, spending time with a friend that makes you laugh and have some fun and feel lighter as a result. So there's so many different things, but it's going to be unique to you is trying and practicing doing this every day, like really practicing connecting with your inner wisdom and confidence. And it's not about making it hard work. It's about doing the things which lighten you and enable you to feel really good, feel really happy and joyful and like free, having that sort of free, relaxed holiday feeling. And then what you will find is that inner wisdom will start to speak to you. You'll hear it. it. I mean, it's speaking to you all the time, but you'll actually start to listen to it and you'll hear it much more loudly because all the chatter in your mind will have fallen away. You'll find that your mind will be more relaxed and at ease. You won't have as many thoughts going through your head and as much kind of, um, kind of um, overwhelm, I suppose, going on within your mind. So practicing this every, every day is really powerful. Um, another technique, the second sort of how-to, which can be really helpful, is about practicing turning within instead of without when things become challenging. And I, I think this is, it's really good to start with the awareness of this. So one of the things to kind of think about is, and to start noticing is how you what you want to do when you feel like you're struggling or when you feel like something's become challenging. What is your tendency? Are you reaching outside yourself for the answers? Are you Googling things? Are you asking other people what you should be doing? Are you debriefing you know, things with other people all the time, lots of different people in order to get advice about what you should be doing? Um, and once you've got that awareness, then start to practice saying, well, how can I use what I've been doing like this practice, this daily practice of connecting with my inner wisdom. How can I do this here in this situation? So not just doing it necessarily in those times when I feel joyful, but how can I help myself to reconnect with that inner wisdom at times when I'm really struggling as well? Like what can I do to help myself in those times of struggle that will enable me to connect with that wisdom within me, that confidence within me that exists already? Um, and just really practicing this um, as well and really just recognizing that you have within you everything you need, um, but also that that turning within helps you to then be discerning about turning then when you go outside yourself, finding the right people or the right per you know advice or guidance um, rather than bombarding yourself with everyone and anyone's ideas. The third, the third one is writing down what is coming up for you when you're feeling confident so that you can come back to these ideas anytime. So one of the things that I get my clients to do a lot and it's just such a powerful technique is about thinking about those times when you're really confident leaning into them, really experiencing those feelings, allowing yourself 
to connect with what it is that's helped you to feel that, what you've been doing that's helped you to feel confident, what you're telling yourself, what are the stories and the beliefs and the messages that are going through your mind that are supporting that confidence, What's the, what are the kinds of things that you're doing that are helping you to really stay connected to that confidence within you. And you write them down, you just you know write some dot points in the notes and on your phone or in your journal, just writing them down, writing the list for yourself that you can come back to any time in the future. So just a message there that my battery was going flat. So basically it's really about writing them down so you can tap into them at times when you're not feeling so confident. So you can look back and you can say, what did I do that really helped me last time so that I can start to bring more of that into my life now, into, into this moment? What can I do that helps me get out of my head right now and into my intuition? How can I get back into that inner wisdom connection? How can I listen a bit more closely to my heart? How can I release the stuff that is disconnecting me from that um, inner wisdom and lighten the load a little bit? How can I feel more joyful here so my inner wisdom can speak to me more loudly so I can hear it? Um, and just really thinking about you know, what are those things that I did that helped and drawing on them again? You know, you are the source of your inner wisdom and you've done it before so you can do it again. So this is really about tapping deeply into those resources that you already have that you've drawn on before that you know you can draw on again and just reminding yourself of those in those more challenging moments. And the final point is self-compassion. Practicing this self-compassion um, during these times of difficult feelings. So instead of pushing those feelings away, it's about trusting yourself to sit with them, trusting yourself to move through them, trusting yourself to navigate whatever comes. Like being able to have that confidence and connection within you that you can weather all kinds of emotions and you can do it because you've done it before. You know that you can do it. It's hard sometimes. Sometimes we have really overwhelming emotion, but one of the things that makes it harder to deal with is when we start to push it away. We start to tell ourselves, I shouldn't be feeling this. I shouldn't be feeling this way or this is, this is hurting me or hindering my progress. Um, rather than actually embracing them and saying, what's my body telling me here? How can I sit with this and feel it? Where is it in my body? What is it actually, um, what's actually coming up for me here? What is this inner wisdom through my emotions trying to tell me? It might be trying to tell you that you're off you're off course and it's time to adjust and move back in a different direction. And so these feelings, far from being something which is actually hindering you or blocking you or preventing you living the life of your dreams, these feelings are helping you find your way. They're helping you to know when you've stepped over a boundary or when someone stepped over your boundary. You know, these feelings actually tell you everything you need to know about whether or not the path that you're on feels good or not, whether or not there's something that needs to be tweaked and changed and altered so that you feel like you're on track. These feelings within you that make you feel like you're disconnected from your confidence are actually your confidence speaking to you. They're telling you what you need to know, not in words, but in that sensory kind of you know experience within your body of you know, that feeling in the pit of your stomach, something's not right here, something doesn't feel right here. How do I navigate this situation? How do I turn within and find what does feel right? How do I find the, you know, pathway through this experience, through these feelings and out the other side so that rather than pushing them down or trying to bury them and not deal with them, 
trusting yourself and knowing that you have within you everything you need to weather it, to navigate it and to come out all the better for it on the other side. So those are the four points. I really hope that you've found this topic really useful today. I really hope that it's helped you to reconnect with that confidence within you, that inner wisdom that you have, and that sense of faith and trust within yourself that you have everything you need already within you. And that this inner guidance system will help you through anything which comes up and that it will not only help you to kind of navigate it yourself, but it will help you to find the answers you need outside as well. It will help you to tap into the resources that you need rather than everything. It, it'll help you streamline things and feel less overwhelmed and, you know, um, exhausted through the process of asking anyone and everyone what you should be doing it will help you build that sense of connection with your inner wisdom over time of trusting and having faith in yourself that you can do this anytime you need to anytime you want to um, so I really hope that it's been powerful for you um, I'd love to hear from you any ideas or thoughts or feedback that came up for you from today's session um, I want to just finish up by saying if you are really struggling or you've cut, you know, you've got emotions coming up which are overwhelming it's okay to reach out for help sometimes that starting point is about like reaching out to your GP or a counselor or a psychologist or someone who's not necessarily going to give you lots of advice but someone that's going to hold that space for you to navigate what's coming up they're going to hold that space for you to help you connect with that inner resource within you. You know, it may be a coach if you, um, like myself, somebody that's able to kind of really help you to hold that space and, and capacity to be able to connect with that resource within you. What you will find is that there's people outside of you that will happily give you their advice and guidance. And then there's people that will hold space for you to be able to find that and tap into it yourself. So, you know, think about for you if if you are able to do it on your own right now or if you're actually needing someone to hold that space for you and being willing I guess to reach out and find that support if you need it is it can be part of that powerful process of moving through those feelings that you're having and coming out the other side all the better for it so thanks so much for listening I hope you have a wonderful week I'll look forward to speaking with you next time until then take care bye Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.